what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. My very last episode of 2017 was called A Year in Review. It was a really honest look at what had happened during that year, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the lessons, all that good stuff. The overarching theme of that entire episode was mindset. The fact that I chose to commit to a daily and regular mindset practice in 2017. And that practice, the dedication to that practice, developing the muscle to show up every single day to train my mind to create the results that I wanted to see in my business is exactly why I know that my business revenues tripled from 2016 to 2017. Those results is exactly what I want to give to you, which is why I created a totally free seven-day mindset challenge. This challenge is going to be the perfect jumpstart for you to start developing your own daily mindset practice. And it's yours completely free. So go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash seven day mindset challenge. The business of your dreams starts in your mind. Linda Berger is the creator of Business Women Warriors. It's a 90-day program that helps ambitious businesswomen focus in on one goal that they have and work on it intentionally with support, with accountability, with a whole template of how it's done so that they can, of course, achieve it. Her program is the culmination of years of being a productivity coach, and she has a gift for helping clients create results because she can help them focus. During this live coaching session, I'm helping Linda strategize practical ways to get more women into her 90-day Business Women Warrior Challenge because this will allow her to realize her big dream of creating a movement. If you have ever wanted to attract more of your ideal customers into your programs, then this is the episode for you. So sit back and enjoy this live coaching session with Linda Berger. Linda, what's going on, girl? Hello, Katie. Good morning. Good morning. You're coming from a chilly, chilly Chicago area, Illinois, and I'm here in my tank top in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's not chilly. It's cold. Chilly would be, you know, 50s. It's cold. It's in the 30s here. So it's cold. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's like freezing. I grew up in Arizona, like in desert and then moved to Florida, like beachy, right? So like I've never lived in freezing cold. And a few years ago, my husband and I went to Fort Collins, Colorado in January and it was zero degrees. And I thought that my phone was broken because it said zero. I was like, what? What I don't understand what that means. It was cold. Very, very cold. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to be chatting with you here today. You and I had the opportunity to chat with you a few weeks ago. We got connected by Jessica Peterson, who's amazing. Yes, I love her. Yes. And we got to chat a little bit about the Business Women Warriors and what you're doing there. And I was so intrigued by it and invited you here to come on for a live coaching session because we were starting to get into some really awesome strategy on how to grow that for you. And more importantly, kind of how to grow a movement. So I wanted to bring you on because I feel it's something that a lot of the women who are 
are part of the Biz Women Rock community can really identify with and probably want to do more of. So I was like, dude, are you willing to kind of like come on and share your journey right now and talk a little bit about what you're going through so we can strategize and come up with some solutions that everyone else can really benefit from? So you graciously said yes. So I would love to start with a quick introduction of you giving, sort of setting the stage for everyone. If you could share a little bit about who you are, what you do, what Business Women Warriors is all about, and then we can start talking a little bit about what we want to focus on here today. Okay. My name is Linda Berger and I live in Chicago, as you said. <laughs> and I have been a business productivity coach since 2007. And before that, and actually I still am as a uh, real estate professional, I've been selling real estate for gosh, over 30 years. But I don't sell anymore. I just strictly coach and train. And I started with coaching realtors, helping them take their real estate license and creating an actual business around it. It doesn't mean that they had to open a brick and mortar store, but to understand that they had control over how much money they wanted to make and actually create a whole brand around them and then build it as if it was a business outside of their company, outside of the brokerage that they worked for, but to take responsibility for it. So I did that. And then after a few years, I started to notice that there was a, a consistent problem with people that would go through the programs. But once they didn't have the coaching and support, they somehow fell back into old patterns. So I went to school for a while, took every psychology course I could to figure out what happens in our brain. So I learned a lot of about that and I left knowing that I had more tools to use to help people, business women, overcome and understand that it's really a pattern of behavior and it just takes work and to have a strategy and to think bigger and dream bigger and then to create a strategy around creating that dream. Mm. And I also decided at that time that I was only going to work with women. So I started just focusing on women and finding what it is that they really want to create, but also what was really standing in their way that was a common thread among so many women. And a lot of it had to do with confidence. But I realized that the confidence level, being a woman myself, that our confidence level is really when we don't have the right tool. Mm. And we don't know what those tools are. So we don't even know we don't have the right tools. It's kind of, you don't know what you, you don't, don't know. know. Yep. You don't know what yeah, you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I put together the Business Women Warrior 90 Day Challenges. And I started that over a year ago now. And the reason why I put those together is because they're short, they're intense, but you conquer and achieve one big thing over that 90 days. So they would have to come to the challenges with something that they've not been able to accomplish on their own. So where they kept trying, but they hit up against a wall. They kept trying and they kept failing. So they just put it away or they tucked their dreams away of living and working in a bigger arena. So they come actually to these challenges with this next big thing. Well, what happens is they, of course, achieve so much more because they're conquering fears, they're conquering mindsets, they're conquering old distractions and patterns of behavior. And all this is being done in this 90-day period, which is kind of miraculous. When I first created the beta, I thought, I don't even know if this is going to work. But it worked and it worked quickly. It's right. like the first few weeks, people started changing already. So I created different levels. I created a, a you know kind of an entry level of the inner warrior. 
and then a second level and then a more intense third level, which is more of a mastermind. And so the business women warriors are all about conquering and achieving the next big thing, you know, go one thing at a time. As women, we try to do too many things at one time and nothing ever really gets achieved to where it it can create some real satisfaction and allowing us to live bigger yeah. um, in our businesses, in our life, however we want. So we put our dreams away, we kind of tuck them away. So that's how it started. I love that. And I myself and you listening might be just nodding your head right now because we, I understand that when I have a program or I have some sort of kind of temporal responsibility that puts me into focusing a forced focus on the one thing that I'm telling myself is so important to me and I'm given the tools and the support and the consistent ability to show up for it. I mean... Oh my gosh, the amount of results that you get from that kind of focus and support is amazing. It is tremendous. So I love right away when you described your programs to me, I was like, Oh my God, that's the best thing ever. That's so cool. But I want to be clear on how can I best help you today? What do you want to focus on? Because that's all awesome and amazing. But obviously, there's something missing, which is you want more, you want to grow, you want to make this something more. So describe to me exactly what this area of focus is going to be for strategies session today so that we can really dive in and at the end of it, make sure you have some clarity and some really practical action steps on how to move forward. Okay. So I'll go from the big picture down because the practicality of it is actually creating more people within the program so that the big picture can be realized. And the big picture is to really create a movement of women who are business women warriors. What does that even mean? That means that they're tapping into their own inner warrior and they're using courage, they're using discipline, and they have focus and to really accomplish what they want to do and doing it, like I said, one thing at a time, one big thing at a time. And then to bring it down into how do I help these women kind of become a tribe within the business women warriors? And then how do I gather them into the 90 day challenges when there's so much out there that is telling them, do my program, do my program. And this has been a real frustration for me because I see how much change happens in a short period of time. And then I see women struggling and I do have women in the program. And since it's an online Zoom video, they're all over. They're in California, Florida, Utah, you know, everywhere. So I don't, it's not an in-person thing. So it's really about the practicality of how do I reach more women to help them understand that this is one of those magical programs that really, really works right. if they're willing to put the work in because I can't do it for them. I can guide them. I can coach them. I can build a community for, of support for them. So how do I create the steps necessary for them to identify that this is something that's really important for them and that gives them, wow, I can actually just spend three months, 90 days, and I can accomplish something that I have not been able to accomplish for days or even for years. And how can I do this by calling to action? Like what's the best way to call to action for them? Right, right. 
Got it. Okay. I think I'm pretty clear on that. And the reason I'm so glad that you talked about the big vision is because in order to create appropriate next strategies and next steps, we always want to make sure it's in line with that big vision. So totally clear on what that big vision is. But the practicalities get us down to this moment of basically, how do I get more people to know about what I do? And then how do I convert those people? And how do I keep that cycle going so that it's more and more and more and there's more programs and there's more women in this every single time or every single round that I offer it, right? So exactly. Like how do I get people talking about it to where they're saying, you need to do this? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think I'm pretty clear on that. So what we're going to talk about is kind of just a brainstorm of a lot of different types of what I'm going to call visibility, like a visibility campaign slash marketing campaign. Because that's ultimately what this is. There's something I want to make sure to address up front. It sounds to me like you already have a really solid package. I talk about packages a lot. Like, What does it look like? Do people actually know what they're getting into? Because if they don't, if it's vague, then how are you going to sell people on something? How how are they going to be able to say, yes, that's for me? Mm -hmm. It sounds like you've got that down. I love the package of the 90 days. I love the focus of it. You're focusing on one thing. It sounds like you've got that down pat. So that's awesome. So you're 90% there by having something really easily digestible. It's easy to see the benefits. It's easy to see results, right? Right. So that being said, now we have to work backwards into how do I set up the sales metrics? Meaning like, How many people do I need to have come into my funnel in order for people to be interested, in order for people to sign up, in order for people to go through it? And then we rinse and repeat and keep on tweaking. So when is your next program starting? Um, It will start in January because we're in the middle of one right now. Okay, perfect. So as Linda and I are talking, it is mid-November. So we've probably got about six weeks, right? Six Mm -hmm. or seven weeks until the next program is open. So here's what I would do. I always start with uh, what I always call the low-hanging fruit, which is probably not the best term, but it's sort of like the best assets I have around me. What do I already have working for me? And how can I convert that? So what this might look like is some of the women who have already been in your program who might be considering moving on to the next phase of the program. You said you have like three different phases. So it would be immediately putting attention on the clients that you already have, the women who are already the warriors in there, and really putting some time and attention into converting those ladies. Okay. So often when we start thinking about marketing and getting new clients, we put all of our energy there instead of focusing it and giving any energy to the people who are already in our sphere of influence, right? The people who are already doing some of our programs and who are perfectly primed to say yes to something else that they would be totally ready for. So that's sort of like the center of this target, if you will. So put some time and attention into talking to the women who are already in your programs who will now be ready for the next phase. Not for the sake of conversion, by the way, but for the sake of it's exactly what they need. And they're already lovers of what you do and they believe in it. So they're your best bet for all of that stuff, for the immediate conversions. The second layer of this is to think about who you already have in your sphere of influence who may not have actually jumped into your program yet, but has expressed interest and or is just perfectly aligned with what you're doing. They already know you. They already have a relationship with you. So by you commenting or talking about your program, it is going to be that much easier 
to convert that person or to have them say yes, then it would be for somebody who's a complete stranger who doesn't know you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's that sphere. So what I would do in practical terms is I would make a list of both of these types of ladies, make a list of the people who are already in your program and ask yourself, is this program in January ideal for them? And by the way, this might give you a new idea. Like, okay, for the people who are already in the program, is there something I'm offering that is the next best thing for them? Or is there room for me to actually create a next best thing? Do they need another phase? Like it could be that too. So make that list. Yes, did you have something to say about that? No, I was going to say that's how the second warrior and the third level of the warrior came about was... I was basing it on the be, do, and have, where the first one is they learn how to be the warrior, how to get that inner warrior out. And the next one is to do the work through using their inner warrior. And then to really have that business and dream and really go from a much bigger place. Yep. Which Love the, it. The, uh, the graduates of the last three are just doing phenomenal. As a matter of fact, one of them is an attorney and she just won the Spotlight Award for having a really powerful and unique message for her mediation business from our chamber here in Oak Park. So... Love it. And that... And that was completely because when she first started in the 90-day program a year ago, a little more than a year ago, she didn't have a clue of how she was presenting and everything changed by the end, by end of August. Perfect. Pretty cool. So that's that first list. The second list is of those people who are in your sphere of influence, who already know, know, love and trust you, who just haven't gotten into the program yet, either because they don't know about it or because they know about it, but it maybe just wasn't the right timing. I know you already know who these people are. So write that list, put it down on paper for you to start those conversations. And so when we talk about marketing and visibility, truthfully on this level, this literally is relationships. So it's just like... Hey, how are you? Let's meet up for coffee. Not for the sake of selling them, but for the sake of reconnecting and seeing. I'm a big believer that I don't like push selling. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and offer this thing to everyone. I want to sit and know who you are. And if it happens to be that something that I have is exactly a solution for what you just talked to me about, I'm going to talk about it because I do you a disservice if I don't share that with you. It's up to them if they want to say yes or no. But it would be worthwhile going through that second list of people who are in your sphere of influence and going and reconnecting with them in whatever way is appropriate. Those could all be different conversations. One could be, hey, she talked to me about this program a year ago and I need to tell her that it's open again and I would love to have her and let's meet up or let's have a, you know, let's get on for a virtual coffee and let me see how you're doing because she may now need something that you have that you didn't have a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that is worthwhile effort for visibility and marketing. And then let's transform into this third phase, which is, okay, now it's all these people who don't know you. How do you get more people who don't know you to find out about the program? And this is where we get into a a little bit more of a formal visibility and marketing campaign. One of the first things that I would say that are going to be pieces that will help you in this campaign is to get testimonials. You obviously have people who have had tremendous results from this program actively go out and ask them to give you testimonials. Now, for creativity's sake, this could look like a couple of things. You could just say, Hey, would you mind writing me a couple sentences about what you got out of this program? That could be one thing. And tell them it's for the sake of testimonials. I'd love to share this with people who are considering the program. You could ask for video testimonials. Those are very powerful. 
you could ask them to actively put testimonials. Like for example, right now, if you're hot and if you're going to be hot and heavy into taking in applications for the January program, you could say like, Hey, would you mind posting on social media about your experience last year and tag me in it? Um, and if you have, you know, a dozen people doing that, and you could even ask them like, Hey, next week, would you mind doing this? I'm going to be opening the program. And I would really appreciate you just posting out there. That'd be really nice. So you can sort of time that marketing and the social proof. Basically though, what you want to do is gather testimonials. And those testimonials, you're going to use strategically. Social media is one component. But you can use those. You absolutely should be using those on your website. So when people go to your website, when they go to your Facebook page, testimonials should be part of the copy that's there. It should be part of the experience that somebody's having so that they can put themselves in that position of experiencing those results. So that's one thing that you could do. A second thing to ask yourself is... And I'm saying this deliberately before we get into very specific marketing tactics. What is your story around this? You just told the story about why you have these and why it's so important. I just did an interview with Dawn Frazier who is a storyteller. And she teaches entrepreneurs to tell their stories and insert their stories into their marketing and into their business and how that really propels them into a space of being able to provide deeper connections with those who are, find themselves attracted to you. And the beautiful part about that is, is that you mentioned... And this is something on every businesswoman's mind. You mentioned, how do I make my program and what I'm doing stand apart from every other... The gazillion of other programs that are out there that could provide something similar? And the answer is, is it's you. You are what is different. And so part of you showing up in your marketing that we're about to talk about has to be you-centered. Has to be about why you started this program and why it's important to you and who you are in relation to the program. And you are the face of the program and the results that it has brought to people who you love and who have experienced tremendous results in their lives and their business because of it. Doesn't mean that it's egocentric. I want to make that differentiation. Doesn't mean like, oh, it's all about me. Look at my cars and my fancy stuff. That's not the kind of you centered stuff I'm talking about. It's just bringing home the real and true and authentic emotion of the stories of why are you doing this? Why is this something I should pay attention to? And the better you get at inserting you and your story in your marketing, the more you don't even play in anyone else's pool. The more it sets you apart. Because you can't play in anyone else's pool because you know 100 other people could have a 90-day program, but they're not you. And they don't do it the same way that you do. And they don't bring the same type of experience or expertise or beautiful combination of a life that you've had that contributes to the experience. So you want to just be very aware of that. So how am I telling my story? How I'll give you this example. I have the Biz Women Rock Retreat coming up. There's a very real reason. And it took me until... I didn't really realize that I could do this until I was talking to Dawn. There's a very real reason why I do that retreat. And it's because I took myself on a Katie retreat a little over a year and a half ago. And it completely transformed my business. And i that's the gift I want to give to other women who are part of the Biz Women Rock community. And I want to be able to do that powerfully and in a deep, intimate, awesome way that provides real results for women in the year to come, right? But there's a story there. So I can, I can say all day long, here's the features of the retreat. Or I can show up and tell my story as to why I created that retreat and the story of where I was before I went on my own retreat versus where I was afterwards and the results and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Okay. That's sort of a larger concept to keep in mind as we now then talk about marketing, okay? 
So just to, just to kind of back up a little bit where you said about the testimonials, I have a ton of them on my website. Beautiful. And I do have clients tagging me when they win awards and things like that on social media. And my biggest thing, and I talked to you about this before, is the visibility part of it. I look at, well, I'm not that interesting. You know, I'm really great at creating content to help move people forward. So when you talk about the storytelling, why am I showing up for this? I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about them. But what you're saying is it needs to be about me in order to be about them. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And again, this is not it being about you in an egotistical way. This is about it being about you in the sense of it's been through my experience that I have birthed this amazing thing that has really impacted people. And people need to hear the backstory. They need to hear the why. Because otherwise, your program looks like every other program. Exactly. Every 90-day program. Okay, great. We've got calls every single week. It becomes about the features instead of the why. And your why is different than anyone else's. Okay. So one of the things I, and maybe this is standing in my way and you can tell me, you could probably hear through the uh, languaging is that when I listen to the stories of a lot of these other coaches and business marketing or whatever it is, they all seem to have the same story. Yeah. I was $25,000 in debt. <laughs> I really couldn't, you know, pay this my, you know, the, and I think to myself, really, I mean, everybody's got the same freaking story. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy because I don't want to... I mean, yeah, we all struggle with finances at some point in our life or actual multiple times in our life. I'm old enough to know that it, it happens on and off depending on your life situations. But that kind of stuff, if I don't feel... To me, I hear... All I hear is, really? This is... This is <laughs> All I hear when I hear people say that, I hear in my inner self, this is BS. This is not real. This is a hook. And so what's, is it me? No. So I'm going to reference Don again, because by the time you're listening to this live coaching call, Don will have been live already on the podcast. So I'm going to refer you back to listen to her interview. She talks about the fact that there are five elements to any narrative, any great story. What my guess is, is that these folks are all following that template, which is absolutely necessary for any good story. If you think about any great movie you've seen, they all Mm -hmm. kind of follow the same thing, right? Right, they do. Right. So that's important to think about. Like there is such a thing as like a hook and like, here was me before, here's the thing that happened, here's the results that it produced, and then here's the why I created this. And look, you can be just like me kind of a thing, right? So I... Girl, you have got to know. I feel exactly what you feel because don't you know that there are so many other people who are like, here's the exact story, which is why I offered this. But you, again, your story doesn't have to look like that. Your your story, while it's important to keep in mind what the narrative arc really is, it's yours. Yours doesn't have to be, oh, I was in debt. Oh, I was this. What I would challenge you to do is think about a defining moment that eventually then helped you create this program. And then talk about what what was it like before that moment? What happened after that moment? And then talk about the why. And that's just one way to have the story. The thing with what you are doing and what you're offering is that, you know, in the business space, the sexiest thing to talk about is the result of more money. That's the sexiest mm-hmm. thing. That's like the of course, right? 
of course I'm going to buy your program because it promises me more, more money on the other end of it. And if I can see that you made more money based on that formula that you did, and now you're going to teach me that formula and now it can make me money, money is so darn sexy. I'm not saying that you shouldn't sell that money or you shouldn't have that benefit, but that doesn't have to be yours. Get all of those other people and all of those other examples out of your head and go inside to talk about and think about, why am I so passionate about women going through this program? What have I seen and what have I experienced in my own life that I've sort of maybe used this program for and or... What if I continue to see these women who go through this program? Why do I continue to do it? Why are you showing up here, Linda, wanting to know how to do it better? Whatever that is, that's worth talking about. Well, I can tell you one of the things that is really drives me, which really drives me toward how do I make a program more of a shortcut? How do I create it to where I can help them make that move? Because it breaks my heart. And even just thinking about it, my eyes well up. It breaks my heart when I see a woman that I'll have a conversation with her. And when I talk to people, I see their potential. It's just a gift that I have. I'm able to see exactly where they are. Maybe it's from us, our souls are connecting or something that I can actually see where they want to be and where they need to be. But I see their fear holding them back. And it just breaks my heart. And that broken heart has brought me to the lioness in me, the fierceness, that inner warrior, like, no, this isn't right. I have to step up to do things or create things that can help women so that they don't play small anymore, that they're not afraid. Like, how can I show them what I see and then help drop the breadcrumbs for them so that they can create it? I'm so glad we're recording this because you need to go back and listen to what you just said because that (laughs) that is a story that can then translate into your marketing. So I'm going to give you a couple of practical ways on how that can translate into marketing. Okay? Okay. Go ahead. Number one, super simple and basic. Get on a Facebook Live or get on some sort of video and tell that story. Because when I can see the emotion in your face, which I can because you and I are on Zoom right now, you listening can't necessarily see this, but I'm going to translate for you that Linda got so emotional, so lit up. I could see the pain when you were like in that moment of, I see these women and they're amazing and there's all this crap holding them back and I can help them get rid of that crap so that they can be their true, big, vibrant selves in this world, right? Yes, you can see that. That's why video is so powerful as a marketing tool because people can see that emotion. They can feel it. So number one, super simple. Get on your platforms and tell that story. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I was about to ask before you went into that, what platforms you do have so we can get real about this. But this is where it gets into using your platforms very conscientiously. So I don't know if you have a Facebook page. I don't know if you have an Instagram following. I don't know if you have a a good email list. I don't know if you have a podcast. I don't know if you have a Facebook group. Whatever those platforms are, they each deserve their own thought process for how you're showing up and what sort of visibility that you're giving. Okay? So in my opinion... And it could even be like your personal Facebook as well. You know, we don't often talk about that. But if you already have, if there's a lot of people in your sphere of influence who know you this way, show up on your personal Facebook profile and do a video about why you do this and how you're so excited to announce the opening of the applications for the 2018 program. That's a really good way to kick it off. The benefit of doing this on a Facebook page, by the way, and then i.e. sharing it onto your Facebook profile, ideally in real time is because if you originate that on your Facebook page, you could then create an ad out of it. 
And Facebook, as of this moment that you and I are talking, Facebook's algorithms for ads prefers and gives more value to Facebook Live videos. What that means is that if you do a Facebook Live video, you start it on your Facebook page, and then you either boost that post or create an ad out of it, Facebook likes that. And so it's going to get you visible to more and more people. You can then get strategic about what you're doing with that video. Who gets to see that video? That's when we get into like Facebook ad marketing, which is, can you go through and identify different pages that people who would be attracted to you might be already liking? Can you kind of figure out certain demographics of the type of people that you want to talk to? That kind of stuff. So if you don't already have a page that's very powerful, meaning there's not a lot of people kind of looking at it all the time, it's okay. What you could do to kind of get the best of the both worlds is... You could practice both, by the way. You know, I, I would recommend doing the Facebook Live from your page and sharing it in real time on your personal profile or into a group that you're a part of. And maybe a week later, do the same thing with just a different spin originated on your Facebook personal profile. So that's just one super simple thing to do. And by the way, then you could send an email out to your list. Do you have an email list of people? Yes, I do. So you could send an email out to your list that would do two things. Basically, this is the announcing of the opening of the applications of this program for 2018. So you could send an email out to your list that basically says, I'm so excited for this announcement that we're opening up doors to this and see the story inside. And then you either basically create a blog post, like you're basically writing the story, which is good for those of us who don't always want to take the time to watch a video. So you sort of capture both. And or you place that video in the email. And the way that you do this is you just do like a screenshot of the video itself. And then that links to the video that you did on Facebook. So it could be an email basically saying, here's the story and here's why I'm so excited to announce this. You can watch me tell the story here. And then at the very end, it's like, hey, click here to apply today to be part of the 2018 Business Women Warriors. Okay. So that's one phase. That's the, hey, the doors are open kind of a thing. Another thing that you could do is get creative with the testimonials. This can get really fun. So you say you have a lot of testimonials that are on your website. That's awesome. What you can do is you can strategically now go back to these women and say, Hey, I'm going to be opening the doors. This is where it comes into like marketing planning. I'm going to be opening the doors for the program on this date. Would you mind posting about your experience on this date so that people can see? Or would you mind... I'm going to make a post on my page about the event. Would you mind commenting on that post about how awesome the experience was? I mean, flat out ask people. These are people who have been tremendously impacted by your program. And they will happily do it. They just need you to tell them when, where, and what. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you could get creative with that. You could take those testimonials and you can create a Facebook ad for them. This is something I did for the retreat is I got a lot of testimonials from the women who came the prior year. I did a couple of things with those testimonials. Number one is I created an ad where all of those written testimonials were like... What did they call Like the carousel. So it was like a carousel ad. And so they got to see like, Hey, this is what this person thought. And just by words... I also then created a video that were like screenshots of those testimonials. Mm. Right? So it was like me, it was like actually like creating a, a slide of that written testimonial. And it would, after it, of that slideshow, it would have a picture from the retreat of that woman who had said that thing. So that's one thing to do. Or you could just have like certain... You could create, take one testimonial, put it in a Canva graphic and that you post that and then you boost that particular post. Okay, and, and the call to action is always like, hey, come join us. You know, applications are now open. 
something like that. So you can get really creative with those testimonials. So that's another way. And what you could do too, is if you are making a post about the program, you could tag all those ladies who've been in it. They don't mind. If they do mind, then they won't comment. But as long as you don't abuse that and tag 45 people every single time you're talking about the event, (laughs) you know, like as long as you don't abuse that, people don't mind. And then that forces them into that conversation to comment about it. Like, yeah, this was really awesome. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I'm really looking forward to the next one. Or you guys got to do this, right? So they become social proof that what you're doing is pretty awesome. Okay. But now let's talk about a little bit more of a higher level strategic way to be able to do this. You could do a couple of different things. You could do a regular consistent... I'm going to call it like an, an education of some sort. Okay. The topic of your program is 90 days, one goal, right? Focus on one goal and hit it in 90 days. So from there, I would back into what's the result somebody really wants from that. And it could be this is the one thing that you are that's really going to make the biggest difference in your business, right? So you could back into, well, what sort of like education could I have about that? And by the way, it might actually be specific components of your program. I would imagine that you probably can take like one piece out of a couple different phases of the program and create some sort of like regular education out of it. So I'm, I don't know the whole program, but it might be like, Hey, I'm going to take you through how to choose the right goal. I'm sure that that's part of your program. Like you can't just come to me and say, this is a goal I want. Like there's probably some clarification that needs to go on to understand, are you choosing the right goal? Mm-hmm. That sounds Definitely. like a really awesome education piece that you can show up within your marketing for content marketing. So how to choose the right goal that's going to get you to the next phase of your business. Okay, so you th- now show up to give a, an education piece on that. And that could look like a couple things. It could look like you putting on a webinar for that. And now you're marketing for the webinar. And then you're making the call to action at the end of the webinar to join the program. It could also look like a regular Facebook Live series. I keep saying Facebook because that's where I'm hot and heavy. But whatever social media platform that you're hot and heavy on, wherever that is, just show up as like a regular TV show, a regular series. And you're educating about this topic. You're diving deep into this topic every single time. So this week, it might be, hey, how to choose the right goal. You know, next week it might be how to choose the right milestones for your goal, all that kind of stuff. That's sort of the backbone of your whole program. So it's like, and week three could be how to deal with the emotional crap that ends up coming up right around this time. You know, what you're doing is you're allowing people to dip into a little bit of what you do and see your expertise, which is why this content marketing is so important, but you're not giving them all of it. In an ideal world, they're so insp- they're so like, oh my god, that's awesome content, and oh my gosh, she knows so much, and I want more. That's ultimately the goal of all of this type of content marketing. I want more. If she's giving this much stuff, imagine what her program really looks like. And you can get really creative with that with this series where you can bring people on who have been on your program and have them talk about that exact topic that you're discussing. Hey, how did this work for you when you were doing the 90-day warrior challenge? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And they could bring on and talk about it. It becomes this awesome like live testimonial. And then boom, that's it, right? So that's another idea. Just out of curiosity, how long do you think it works for Facebook Live videos that before you start losing people with... uh, Because everybody... I know myself, when it gets too long, I don't want to be part of it. Right, right. That's totally up to you. And it, it really depends on who's watching and where you're actually posting that information. So for example, if you had a really active Facebook group who like they saw this as like a regular education and a mm-hmm. series 
they would probably stay on a lot longer because they already know you, they love you, and they see this as an awesome value add to their group. They would probably stay on a lot longer than it than they would if you know if you're putting it on your personal profile. I don't know. Has everything to do with the audience, the engagement level. My recommendation for education is anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes. Okay. But it just depends. I've I've done ones that are like quick little 10 minute things and I've done ones that are like hour an hour long because the content is that deep. Now, obviously there's a difference between all of that type of stuff and the engagement, but the great thing about Facebook Lives is that it's awesome to get people there live, which is awesome. And you want to do that because you want that engagement. But people will watch after the fact. A lot of people watch after the fact okay. when it's convenient for them. So what I would do as a practical step is identify maybe a couple practical visibility strategies, i.e. the testimonials and how can I then go about and send out those testimonials. You can send out testimonials. You can take one testimonial and write a whole blog post that then turns into an email that you then send out to your group. Okay, So basically, just do a mass brain dump on all these different ways that you could be out there and present and sharing your expertise and the results of this program. Does that make sense? Definitely. Definitely. I do have a free download ebook that I wrote that you can actually use as a seven-day challenge for yourself where I took seven steps of the 90-day challenge, seven of the important steps. And the first one is clarity. You know, How do you clarify your one big thing that you want to create? And so it's actually set up and it's a free download from my website, businesswomenwarriors.com. But actually you can use it as a seven day challenge for yourself. If you want to see where your blocks are, beautiful, write it. And there's testimonials in there and there's also case studies in there. Okay. So So this is where I would get a lot more proactive about that awesome tool, create a (laughs) seven day challenge. And this is the freebie. The freebie is not the book itself. The freebie is the challenge. Get people into a challenge where, and this is so perfect. Take those seven points and each of those seven points becomes a Facebook Live. At the okay. end of that Facebook Live, you're getting people into this challenge and you're taking them through this whole every single challenge. So what you need to do on the back office is basically create an autoresponder series or a, a nurture campaign, a funnel series that has each of the points of this book go out for 7 days. Does that make sense? So if people are opting in for this challenge every day for 7 days, they're going to get the different point. And maybe your Facebook Lives are a 7-day. Maybe it's not 7 weeks. Maybe it's 7 days. So for 7 days, I'm going to show up and I'm going to teach you this stuff. So they're getting that email to them every day of the 7 days. The Facebook Live that you're doing is a way to get folks into that. And if those folks who are in it want to show up for it, you're reminding them, Hey, if you want to show up for today's Facebook Live, it's going to be about this. Or you can check it out here if you missed it. It's sort of a nice circular way to get people really interested. Challenges are so powerful right now. Because it gets people active and engaged. So if you can take the content that you already have, break it down into 7 emails and show up it for yourself. Do, your, do yourself a 7-day Facebook Live challenge and every day is talking about this. But you're talking about the 90-day program somehow in all of that stuff mm-hmm. so that they know the connection of it. So the autoresponder would really be having them go to my website to download the ebook so that they could follow what I'm talking about. Is that so, what you're talking about? Yes. And that goes into my MailChimp account, which right. I can then send emails with. What you could do is you could say, 
when they opt in, they get that free ebook. But in that email, you're going to say, listen, I'm giving you everything, all seven steps in one ebook. I'm also going to be reminding you over the next seven days of each of those lessons for seven days. So they get the ebook and they get the reminder every single day because top of mind, every single day, right, you're right. up in your email. And then every single time in those emails, you're talking about the 90-day program or you're asking them, how did this one go? Did you get clear on that? But you're creating that autoresponder email series. So basically, mm-hmm. that very first one would be the deliverable of the book. You're not selling the book. Like you're not... You're not giving them the call to action of the book, but you're going to deliver the book as like a, whoa, holy cow. Hey, I'm going to give you the book that actually goes through all seven steps all at once. So if you want to deep dive in, go for it. I'm going to still be messaging you every single day with each of these tidbits. And then I'm going to give you some information behind it as you go along. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, I I didn't even think about doing that. <laughs> I think I'm the worst marketer. I'm great at training, great at coaching, getting people to move. Yeah. It's the marketing aspect of it. You're brilliant on it. Well, marketing is the is the breath of business. Like it is the oxygen of business. You could have all the awesome programs in the world. You could have the best systemized business. You could have the most amazing team. But if you're not marketing, you're not bringing in constant profits. You're not keep bringing in more and more people people into your sphere of influence. And for women like us, ultimately what that means is we are not bringing our message out into the world that can impact more and more women. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So this is just a start of what I think that are good next steps for you. But the timing is so perfect because as we sit out here about 6 or 7 weeks out from when your programs are going to start, this is the perfect time to light all of that stuff on fire and to really practice with it. And the secret about marketing is like create a plan, go for it, and then tweak, 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 pivot, 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 what works, what doesn't, let's try again. And that kind of gets to be where it gets to be a fun game all the time. Like see what works, see what doesn't, don't be attached to whether this thing works or not. Like just do it and figure it out along the way, especially at this phase of where you are in the marketing. Okay? Great. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine... Go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.